Welcome back to Defenders Wise. This is Dr. Paul. Greetings to you in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you had a wonderful Easter. What a glorious Savior we have. The one who conquered death. The eternal Son of God who conquered the grave to abolish death for all of us who put our trust in him as our Lord and Savior. I hope you had a Christ-filled Easter. Thank you for joining us today. Defender's Voice is about defending the truth against the falsehoods of our culture. Please visit us at www.drpaul.org. Subscribe to our channel and share your comments. In today's episode, I would like to discuss an article written by Dr. Amy R. Ewing in Christianity Today magazine. She is among the most prominent apologists in the United Kingdom today. Dr. Amy R. Ewing is the president of the Oxford Center for Christian Apologetics and was the senior vice president with RZIF. If you take a look at the article in CT, Amy titled it from the empty tomb to today's abuse, Believe Woman. The first sentence was, the central facts of the Christian faith were all primarily witnessed by women. Then she wrote, in the past few months, I have been living in the IFS storm of trauma, dismay and profound grief as new allegations of abuse have battered the apologetics organization I previously served with. Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. Revelations of Ravi Zacharias' abuse of multiple women are horrendous, and the catastrophic fallout of his wretched duplicity has impacted so many. But back in 2017, when Laurie Ann Thompson came forward with her testimony about sexual abuse at Ravi's hands, she was not believed. I could rehearse in detail what happened internally in the global organization, including how some women in the organization did raise serious questions about Ravi's explanations and were misled, pressured, and persuaded to accept the official narrative. I have apologized unreservedly to Lorianne and her husband Brad and I do so here again publicly. Devastating consequences flowed from people not listening to the testimony of a woman. Consequences I witnessed and endured firsthand, even as I have had to examine and confess my own complicity. The question that came to my mind was, why did Amy take so long to apologize to these victims? She came out during Easter. What about others? Do we have to wait till Christmas for others to speak out? In this article, Amy says, we must believe women because the story of the Gospels is the story of women. The incarnation is the story of a woman. The atonement was witnessed by women. The burial and resurrection of Christ was witnessed by women. 
Amy says, I have had to examine and confess my own complicity. Now I have these questions for her. What is your complicity in this matter? What did you know? When did you know? How did you know? What did you do with that knowledge? What stopped you from going to Ravi and confronting him? Amy did not tell us why she chose not to believe the victims of Ravi. She quoted Dorothy Sayers in her article. Amy did a PhD on the apologetics of Dorothy Sayers. Dorothy Sayers was a friend of C.S. Lewis, G.K. Chesterton, and J.R.R. Tolkien. She wrote great detective novels with Christian themes. She also fought for women's rights. She fought against abuse of women. Amy did a PhD on Dorothy Sayers, yet did not show any qualities we find in Dorothy Sayers. If you listen to her speeches, Amy often talks about her bravery. She says she went to Afghanistan when it was controlled by the Taliban. She went through gunned checkpoints and interviewed Taliban leaders at secret military headquarters. She was surrounded by guards holding AK-47 mission guns. All the terrorists were looking at her and she gave a Bible to a terrorist later. So when I heard about it, I thought, how oh, such a fearless woman who did not care for it, even for Taliban's. But why was she afraid of Ravi Zacharias? She did not explain. If Amy had shown the courage she often brags about, lots of victims of Ravi Zacharias would have been saved. Let me tell my story. One day, I was in my medical office. One of my patients showed up. She's a very pleasant woman. She complained of migraines. I gave her a prescription for migraines. Then she came back in two weeks. She told me her headaches did not go away. I gave her another prescription for a new medication. And she came back a month later. She told me even the new prescription did not help her. I probed more into her daily life. What is happening? You have been a very pleasant person. All of a sudden you started to look very depressed. You got migraine headaches. Prescriptions I gave you are not working. What is going on? Then she opened up. She became tearful and told me that someone has been abusing her. I was shocked to hear her story. I took my phone and called the police. In 10 minutes, the police were in my office. They booked the case, arrested the abuser. She thanked me. The police thanked me for reporting it because that phone call helped them to stop the abuser from abusing more women. So as a doctor, I have that responsibility. If I see a woman being abused, if I see a child being abused, my first responsibility is to believe it and report it to the police. So being the ministers of the gospel, Amy and her colleagues at RZIM have a much higher responsibility because that's a greater calling. Why didn't she call the police 
when the first victims reached out to her we would like to know emi talked about virgin mary virgin mary knew that her the real king of jews would be born soon why did king herod choose not to believe it because he loved power when pontius pilate was judging jesus his own wife sent him a message jesus is a righteous man a good man don't fail him but pilate chose not to believe her he did not believe his own wife why because he loved power if he delivered justice to jesus he would lose his governorship after the resurrection mary magdalene and other women were not believed by the high priests annas and caiphas why did they choose not to believe those women because they loved their power their popularity and their money my question to ama is why did you choose not to believe the woman who reported on rave was it for popularity power and money rave was giving you did they influence your decision we would like to know so ama please come out and tell people what really happened in the rgim when those things happened we want more details because the information you provide will help us why christian organizations and churches have been failing to protect women from the predatory men in the leadership positions i would like to do an interview with you please send me an email info at drpaul.org so folks uh that is all for today please post your comments and questions please visit us at www.drpaul.org please don't forget to subscribe to our channel like this video and share it and may god richly bless you thank you